0: Happy New Year! We wish you a godly and blessed 2024. With our first year behind us, we want to share a story of new hope and new beginnings. All of us are in battles in our lives. Some are spiritual battles, some are physical, and some are military. Then there are some battles that are the combination of all three. When this happens, lives are changed, sometimes for the best and sometimes not so good. On today's show, we have a chance to hear a Christmas story far different from that which brings us hope. We hear of struggles and then new beginnings. All of life is a trail to adventure. Come along now as I join our host for this week's program in God's Great Outdoors. Here's Dean Hulse.
1: Welcome back to God's Great Outdoors. Happy New Year. This is... uh First show of a uh, new year for 2024. We finished out one year, and Adam was with me on the first one, and Adam's with me today. Yes, it's good to be along with you, and uh, we'll, we'll see where the show goes today. <laughs> we're going to see. I'm uh, I'm sitting with my leg down, and it's supposed to be up. by a hip replacement this past week. So,
0: so we're going to keep him around as long as we can here today, and if uh, if he needs to disappear for a little bit and feel better, well, we have his mini-me here, I guess you could say.
1: <laughs> well, he's taller, but my son Ryan is with us.
0: How's it going today? It's going well. Very good. Yes. Um,
1: so, yeah. Basically, Ryan
0: has. Well, you've you've been through a lot of stuff in the last few years here, and Lots. Uh, and Dean was saying it's a new year, new beginnings, right. and it's it's kind of what you're going through in your life right now too, right? Absolutely. Now, give us a little background about yourself and 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 everything that you've been through here.
2: Well, uh, growing up, you know, I grew up my dad was a guide so I spent a lot of time in the woods and I enjoyed it I don't think as much as as he and my brother did but it definitely shaped me yeah you know and and they kind of joke that I'll go out and sit in a blind and it I like it to last as little time as possible <laughs> um, you know 30 minutes and I'm, I'm like okay I'm cold <laughs> let's go back to the <laughs> go back to camp and I and I love camp you know and then I joined the military and I got away from it and I I, I really Got away from my walk with Christ, and I kind of just did my own thing. And
0: now, when you were you were younger, you you came to Christ at a young age, then, or I did.
2: I, I was pretty young, actually. My dad probably remembers probably mm-hmm. more than I do. My my memory is not great, but I was pretty young. I was a teenager when I got baptized, and then, like I said, you know, I I walked away from it. You know, there was a time, probably in high school, where. I had thought about going into ministry, and then I did a complete one eighty.
0: I think that happens to a lot of people you know i mean there's you hear that story a lot, and I know yeah. several people myself you know i didn't come to Christ until later in life, but I know a lot of people who who have similar stories to that where they were young and their their cup was full, and they were you know they were they were in it they were yeah. they were committed. And over the years, it seems like there's a lot of people that go through a time where it just it goes to the back burner, kind of disappears for a bit. Now you were you were military, you said. Did that make it worse or better? Or you know, I, I think probably worse. You know, and, and it's
2: been said a million times, but you know, there's there's no atheists in foxholes, and so I definitely leaned on, on my relationship with Christ. Going through basic training, definitely, you know, and then I deployed. But you know, there's a there's a lot of bad stuff, and and mm-hmm. and people that, you know, a lot of bad influence in the military as well. Yeah, I guess ultimately, I, I would say it had a negative influence on my relationship with Christ. Okay,
1: I would just, you know, I would I would add that, and Ryan and I have talked about this. We we all make places in our lives where we're where we're walking close to the Lord, and then. Whether it be for a minute at a time, or a week at a time, or a month at a time, or for years, we turn our back. I mean, that's that's just our old sin nature, and we've we've done a show um, with Chris McDaniel from. Um, Confederate Confederate Road. Road. Right? I, it, that was my era, and I still can't remember. That was your. That's probably some of your stuff too, Adam. <laughs> oh yeah, I I grew up listening to. I a wish of you could have been there with yeah. him. You'd have been. You'd enjoyed Chris, but we did the show with Chris, and Chris was raised in a Christian home, and had come to Christ and was serving, and he told an, an amazing story of just walking away, and our, we got a great friend Matt Stevens that talks about it. You know, raised in a Christian home at a great church, and just walked 180 degrees in the other direction. Mm-hmm. And I always say, we all do that. We do that literally, mm-hmm. most of us, every day at some point. Yeah. But it's how quickly we turn around. Mm-hmm. Because when we turn around, God is still standing right there next to us. And, you know, we've seen glimpses of this for Ryan. And, and Linda and I have prayed for Ryan and, and lots of people. I mean, our men's group has prayed for Ryan when you've been gone other places. And and um to see, you know, changes. Because God's just standing there waiting, like I said. and And it's a you know when you see a little hope and then all of a sudden you see prayers being answered it's a it's a really great thing and and we and we are seeing that in Ryan it's you know we're seeing the the willingness to be involved spiritually you know he's been in our men's group with some stuff been on retreats and it's been great and i know that he's, Ryan's got passions for the outdoors like i said we always tease because Ryan's best hunt would be, and he's had one of these or two of these, he's, he's showed up about the fourth day of season one year. And I was sitting right at this table where we're sitting now, where we're, where we're recording. And, and Ryan, uh, it's just breaking light. And I get a text that's saying, I got a buck down. And literally it was legal shooting light for about two minutes. But that's a, that's a perfect hunt for Ryan. Although that's changing a little bit. You're enjoying the outdoors more than you were, at least the hunting. Yeah. Your real passion you know when we get to when we get get around to share that, and maybe after we take a break, we'll uh, get a chance to share some of that. Because you did get to go on a hunt with some vets and a, and a uh, an organization there. Um, but I think your your real passion in the outdoors is in your fishing, and you've had some good experiences. You've had some um, some great times there, and and that'd be a, a good place to go. Um, when when we get back Adam, you're going to share it a little bit here on um, who our sponsors are and, and what what's happening with God's Great Outdoors and and how people can be part of that. And then we will, uh, you guys can talk a little bit more about that. My leg is swelling up as we're sitting here, so I think as we finish out the show or as we finish out this portion, when I when you guys come back, I'll step out and you guys can just talk about the rest of what's happening. So um, go ahead and and uh, we'll we'll be back in just a little bit, and the two of these guys will be here. I'll I'll be in with my leg up and trying to get some swelling down. And uh, I just want to wish everybody a happy new year as we lead out and let these guys have it. Thank you. For the last 26
0: years, God's Great Outdoors Trail to Adventure has been broadcast out to win men and women, boys and girls for Jesus Christ. This is only possible by the generosity of our listeners. Thank you to all who have supported us in the past. God has blessed us because of you. We pray for you to feel his blessings as well. Additional underwriting support has been provided by Matthews Archery, the leader in the archery industry. Mission Archery, with revolutionary crossbow technology. Three Rivers Archery, supplying everything you need to make your own traditional archery equipment. Hunter Safety Systems, saving lives is what we do. And Conviction Game Calls. At Conviction, we do not separate work from our faith. We believe that our faith should be evident in every aspect of our lives and the outdoors is one of the best places to share that. God's Great Outdoors has produced many ministry tools, including tracts, DVDs, and books to help you reach others for Jesus Christ. You can access these items, other God's Great Outdoors items, and so much more at our website, ggoutdoors.org. That's ggoutdoors.org. All right, we're back on the Trail to Adventure, God's Great Outdoors. Uh, Adam here, along with Ryan Hulse. Dean's son is joining us today. And uh, we were talking about um, some of the military experience that you had. Is there any stories from there that just kind of put it all into perspective as to, you know, really affected you and and some of the some of the stuff that you were going through because of it?
2: Yeah, I deployed to Iraq in 2006. I was there for just shy of a year. Christmas Day was really my first mission driving. We went out. We were supposed to have the day off. There was a celebrity that was going to be at our chow hall that day. We're all, you know, Not a celebrity I particularly care for, but I was half a world away. I'm like, okay, I'll go get an autograph. I'll shake his hand. And yeah. About 2 o'clock in the morning, we get told, you guys are going out. You got to be on the line at 6 o'clock. He says, go, go find your squad leader and let him know. So we gather everybody up, say, get some sleep. We get up get ready to roll out in the morning. We were just doing random inspections, uh, checking vehicles, looking for weapons. We broke for lunch, went into a different, different fob. We were just getting back to our vehicles and a call comes over the radio says, there's a squad that's in the middle of a riot. We need someone to go in there and get them out. So I was driving lead truck that day for our squad and we're on our way in there. And the Iraqi nationals had cinder blocks and concrete blocks and razor wire stretched across the road and burning tires and so we're i'm leading a, a convoy of four vehicles through and swerving back and forth to miss things we link up with with our other squad happened to be our commander's squad we get turned around and we're heading back out by the time we're heading back out there's more more razor wire there's more burning tires they're throwing throwing rocks at us anywhere from you know the size of a, a big marble to a you know we had a padlock it was probably six inches by four inches, you know, every, every window in that convoy was spider webbed. Hmm. So I'm driving, I'm, I'm leading at this point, we've got, uh, I believe seven or eight vehicles total. And I'm leading us out. We had pulled our gunners in. My gunner actually had gotten a concussion that day. He was throwing up inside my vehicle from the turret. And so we pulled all the gunners down and closed the hatches. All of a sudden my, my vehicle's not turning properly. You know, hmm. I, I Lost some sensitivity in the wheel. I told my my team leader, I said, as soon as we get out of this, we got to stop and, and see what's going on. He says, yeah, just get us, get us clear first. Well, we had internal radios with our squad. We had radios with our overwatch, which were the Apache helicopters over us. And everyone's talking all at once. All of a sudden, I mean, moment of clarity where one voice comes through and you're not hearing eight people talking at once. Someone says, you're dragging something behind you. Mm. Well, as we're driving through there, we got caught on some of the razor wire. One of the rioters got close, got wrapped in that razor wire, and was dragged down the road about a quarter mile or so mm. over a burning tire. Our medic was in the vehicle behind us. He said he thought, well, it's the Iraqis dragging a mannequin.
0: Yeah.
2: Until until that guy hit that burning tire and he started flailing. and I mean, that that has... Definitely made this time of year difficult for the past, well, since 2006. So okay. we're talking 17 years now.
0: And is it something that just just the memories of that must happen this time of year? So it's just something that comes up over and over again, eh? Yeah, every year. You know,
2: and if, if it wasn't for my relationship with Christ, I Probably wouldn't be here because of the, the things that have gone on in my life.
0: Now, your relationship, you know, we talked, to you were kind of walked away for a while. Now, things are, things are on the upswing. Definitely. The okay. Definitely. Now, is, there, is there something that, that
2: led to that? So I lived in lower Michigan for 10 years. Everyone kept saying, you need to go to the VA, get some help. I kept saying, no, I'm fine, mm-hmm. you know. And I got to a point where I said, okay, I'm moving home. Um, I missed home anyway, but the local VA is rated one of the highest VAs in, in the country. Okay. So I came home. I started getting some help. And, you know, the VA offers some good mental health help. You know, they offered, I get taken care of very well physically, but it was
0: being home and being around believers that really helped me. That's an important thing that people don't realize sometimes. Iron sharpens iron. Is, you know, we we use that a lot in our, our men's group uh your your dad kind of put this men's group together and we get together and you know we started off in in a couple different books we've went through now but there's so many times that we get together and somebody brings up something that they're going through and the book gets set aside and we say okay let's talk let's let's talk this through as as believers together and lean on each other and sharpen each other and I think that's an important thing and it sounds like that Helped you through this a lot, just having other voices, you know other believers there kind of saying, "Hey, you can't do this alone, absolutely,
2: and like I said, the v a has been great with the other stuff, but they're not offering me you know spiritual answers they yeah. you know being close with to my family, I finally, after ten years, got to spend some time with my brother been a great influence hmm. it was getting away from the negative influences and and really it I guess other people didn't lead me back to Christ, but being with them made me
0: realize what I was missing. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, Christ is the one that, and you know, you have to make that decision. Christ right. is there, and but but having reminders constantly, yep, it, it helps. And Absolutely. and and getting the help that you needed too. You right. Know? I mean, as men, there's a lot of us, and I've been in that situation myself you know uh, we haven't shared my story but i was in a spot for a long time where i needed help and i couldn't ask for it but once the help was was there once i admitted that i needed help it's it's amazing the the change that can happen once you accept the fact that you need help you seek out the help and then obviously christ needs to be involved in all of that as well right and the the changes that can happen in in so many lives at that point is 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 phenomenal and since you're home around your father and your brother and, and your son, um, I'm sure the outdoors has, has come a knocking again by the sounds of it. Yeah, actually.
2: So when I was living downstate in lower Michigan, my best friend from high school, he and I, I went National Guard. He went into the Air Force. We went to different colleges. Both met girls from the same high school. Both ended up in Grand Rapids, Michigan at the same oh, time. really? And we had, we had done some fishing growing up. And we were looking for something to do we you know we had gotten into playing tabletop games and stuff like that, and video games you know since we were in high school and he calls me up, says, "Hey, let's go do some fishing this fall and so we got out we did a little salmon fishing. I have yet to catch one outside of trolling for him on the big <laughs> lake, but I've done a lot of fishing <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and the salmon fishing i mean really that that lasted one fall next spring, we started planning. Um, to go out for the
0: opener of trout season, trout miss. If if I'm not mistaken, is what I've seen you post just about every spring. Trout. I, I see trout miss uh, listed on your Facebook page. So. Absolutely. So. <laughs>
2: And, and it wasn't called Trout Miss until we were out there. We were uh, sitting around the campfire the first night. And actually that year we only we only camped out one night. We were sitting around the campfire and I said, well, this is like Christmas Eve and, and Troutmas was born. So now we, we celebrate Trout's Giving and Trout of July. <laughs> I mean, really it, it's become a big part of my life. And, it, you know, like I said, I, it started... Uh, as a way to get away from the city while we are living down there mm-hmm. and it's, it's become so much more. I mean, it's, it's an escape from, you know, the day to day I'm at a hundred percent disability through the VA, so I can't work. But if I sat at home playing video games or watching TV all day, I would go insane. Mm-hmm. So the fishing, I mean, even if I'm sitting at home, I'm looking at a fishing book or I'm, you know, watching fishing videos. <laughs> it's, it's bad. <laughs>
0: You now, is there a, a certain fishing story? Everyone's got a fishing story. I don't. I don't even fish very much, and I have a fishing story. So, somebody who fishes and thinks about fishing this much, what what's the story? Tell us your fishing story. Golly, um, <laughs> fishing stories. I, I mean, how much time do we have?
2: <laughs> so in let's see I moved back home in 2018 and over that winter I found an article online saying that Idaho was offering a bounty on rainbow trout in one of their rivers <laughs> so they when they go through and do they do their surveys they were tagging every rainbow trout they had. They'd put a tiny little microchip in their snout. Those were f- worth anywhere from fifty to a thousand dollars. Oh wow! So I jokingly sent a message to my buddy Pete, and I said, "Hey, want to become bounty hunters for the summer?" <laughs> <laughs> now Pete works from home, but Pete's also married with a child. So you know, I had I wasn't holding my breath. It was yeah. it was. Half joke well, probably three quarters joking. <laughs> so a couple of weeks later I get a, a message back and Pete says, Guess whose wife said they could go to go to <laughs> Idaho for the summer? <laughs> so we, we did a little digging deeper into it, found out the best time of year to go because we would we were gonna be waiting. I mean and they keep, the, they keep the flow rates out there really high during the summer because of all the potato farms. Okay. But then come August, September, they drop those flow rates lower so we could actually get into the water and do some fishing. So we spent a whole month from middle of August to middle September of 2019 out in Idaho fishing.
0: <laughs> did the bounties... Uh... <laughs> we got zero bounty. <laughs>
2: we caught, caught nothing with a bounty. <laughs> During that time, we we caught a lot of fish, Mm -hmm. made a lot of great memories. We took a couple day trips. One, we went up and with our fly rods in a stream that's no wider than this table, caught bull trout, which are... uh, essentially a landlocked Dolly Varden, something we don't have here in Michigan. Mm -hmm. A few days later, we hiked two miles up a mountain into this small little lake, took our fly rods up there. Between the two of us in two hours, caught 50 fish. I I will say I caught
0: most of those. (laughs) I I don't think I've caught 50 fish in my entire life. No,
2: (laughs) I caught, I think I caught 20. I'm sorry. We, We caught just shy of 50. I think we caught 48. I think I caught 25 of those. Okay. Twenty-four of those came off of one fly that I tied myself. So, I mean, that, that made it worth it right there. By the end, there, there's just a feather hanging from this, this hook. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we caught we caught rainbow trout, we caught um, brown trout, and we caught grayling in this tiny little mountain lake. I mean, just memories that even as my memory is failing
0: me, <laughs> I, I won't forget. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So... All right. So what uh, what do you have to look? What are you looking forward to right now? You know, obviously, you said you're back on track with Christ. You know, you're you're home. You're surrounded by family again. What uh, what what's what are you looking forward to as we start this new year? Everyone's looking forward. What are you looking forward to right now? You
2: know, the last year or so, uh, probably the last couple years, um, I haven't really been getting. As excited about fishing, Um, and I don't know why. Uh, You know, physically, I I can't, haven't been able to do as much. Um, I've been back in therapy now, so I'm, I'm starting to get a little more mobile. Mm -hmm. So this this winter, I'm looking forward to to getting back out and being excited about trout fishing again. Nice. And I'm really wanting to. Find a way to use that to introduce others to Christ with it. Absolutely. Um, I don't know how I'm going to do that yet,
0: but But I'm that's... sure he's going he's to point out a way. Right. I think if we find the things that, you know, God gives us a passion for things. Right. And I think if if we have a passion for things like that and we use it as a tool for him, I think the the opportunities present themselves, like me sitting here right now with a microphone in my face. I spent 20 years in radio, and I loved every minute of it. And I had to step away from, from that as a career. But it was always a love and a passion that I had. And all of a sudden, this program popped up, and Dean called me one day and said, hey, I need some radio assistance, And now I get to do this. And that's, I think if we have a passion that God gave us and we use it for the right thing, the opportunities are going to present themselves. So I'm looking forward to see where it brings you.
2: Yeah. I'm really excited. Um, you know, and honestly over the past year I reconnected with, with a cousin of mine that we're really close growing up. I'm not sure that he, he knows Christ, but, um, he's definitely heard it mm-hmm. and, uh, I'm just, you know, and I, I have another buddy. I was he was my gunner actually Christmas Day in Iraq. Okay. He just he just got baptized this year. Nice. I just, just got a call actually I've talked to him a few times over the last few weeks. So um I just sent sent him and his, his son one of my dad's devotionals. Very nice. Um you know, and and I'm not necessarily well, I mean, I shouldn't say that because God's gonna do with me what he wants. Absolutely. But I'm not looking necessarily to get into a, a ministry with it, but if that's where I end up, that's where I end up. Absolutely. Um, I'm hoping that while I'm out there doing the fishing and, and being out in the outdoors, that people see Christ through me. So,
0: all right. Well, we thank you for joining us today, and uh, we look forward to checking in. Maybe in a year from now, we'll check in and and find out uh, where that. Where that passion that Christ gave you is uh, where it's moving in your life. And it's just uh, it's an encouraging thing to hear stories where you know people, people who don't know Christ or have walked away from Christ, you're never too far gone. You're never too far away for him to pull you back in. And it's, it's always encouraging to hear that kind of a story. So thank you for sharing that with us today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, that is going to wrap up our time today on The Trail to Adventure from God's Great Outdoors. And we will be back next week. Hopefully Dean is feeling better and can, uh, can join us again and uh, lead us in this program. And we just look forward to, uh, to hearing more with our listeners right here on The Trail to Adventure from God's Great Outdoors. Life is hard when we allow our hearts to drift away from the Lord. As Ryan shared today, no matter how far he walked away from God, when he turned around, the Lord was still right there beside him. New Year's Day is just a calendar new beginning. There are many new beginnings throughout all of our lives that will shape who we will become. Every one of us will come to places where we will have to make decisions on who we will follow and what direction we will go. Today, our guest showed that it is never too late to turn around from a trail that we have been walking that is leading us in the wrong direction turn back onto the trail to adventure on a walk with Jesus Christ. Our host, Dean Hulse, would like to challenge all of our listeners to always watch out for the times when we choose the wrong trail. Every one of us will choose those trails all the time. What separates a godly person from he or she that is following their own heart is how quickly we get back on the right trail. For Dean, his son Ryan, and myself, Adam Erickson, we wish you all a very happy new year. May 2024 bring you amazing joy and peace from the Lord. And may God bless you and your families throughout the new year. We hope you stay on the God's great outdoors trail to
1: adventure.